Holy holy and welcome to Building Blocks and Puzzle Pieces. This is a Rain or Shine podcast and I am your host, Ella Miranda. I'm so excited to welcome you here under our umbrella and to dive into how to build your own accommodations, the building blocks you need to get there, and the puzzle pieces that you might need to solve along the way. I believe that you're the expert in your field and I'm here simply to help you focus on the things that have already worked for you. My goal is primarily to teach you a new way of thinking that will give you a compassionate framework so that you can solve every new problem that you will face. I stick stickers on everything and I secretly think that if everyone had a digital whiteboard we'd all be expert problem solvers. When I'm not solving problems for fun, you can find me sunbathing with my two cats or trying to find the best local vegan spot around. So what are systems anyways? <laughs> and why am I so passionate about systems design? So I believe that a system is a series of intentional, repeatable actions. And those actions can be taken by yourself, they can be taken by someone on your team, they can be taken by automations or AI or any number of tools available. The point of actions being repeatable and intentional is really important, however, because when you are expanding your team when you are scaling your business even if you are simply having a bad day right having a system of easily repeatable tasks is so important uh, and so helpful in building the life of ease that i genuinely believe we all deserve as a neurodivergent person myself I will die on the hill that there is almost always an easier way that I can be doing things than the way my brain would like me to believe. And so I have spent years building my self-reflection process and getting to a point of being compassionate enough with myself to acknowledge my needs and to be able to accommodate those needs in my business and in my life and the ways in which I am able to accommodate things tends to be primarily through system design which is you know one of the biggest reasons why I'm so passionate about it but I also genuinely believe that when you build systems that are adaptive to your needs and personal accommodations whether for yourself or for anyone on your team or you know even people in your family right like I genuinely believe that this process applies to every aspect of life one of the biggest principles of systems design and systems thinking is that every part interacts with the whole so nothing is ever operating in a vacuum and so when people ask me about balance i often respond with i genuinely believe that every aspect of my life impacts my business just as my business impacts my life and so to me intentional and adaptive system design is important in all areas of my life 
I specialize in helping folks with their business personally, but there are so many ways that these same tools can be applied to life in general. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I wanted to have examples. I wanted to have a space where people can share their stories and share their needs and the accommodations and the processes that they went through to be able to build those and how impactful they can be in every area of life, whether that's business or school or family or, you know, any situation that you find yourself in, having that framework of self-compassion and accommodation and being able to advocate for your own needs is so important. I came to this realization fairly early on as an adult, as I started going to school and eventually living on my own. I very, very quickly came to the realization that the way that I was doing things was not in my best interests. I never gave myself the time to like slow down and think about what I actually needed. Once I got past the point of acknowledgement and research gathering and figuring out what my needs and wants were, I started to build systems in my day-to-day life and in my work. Honestly, I didn't even know what system design was at the time. I literally was just doing whatever it took to make doing the actions that I wanted to take easier. So whether that was putting my meds on auto-refill or making myself my own pantry so that I could stick to creating vegan meals. There were so many different changes that I made. There were so many little details that I was noticing were getting in the way. And so I started taking little actions to adjust as necessary and I realized how helpful that shit was. I noticed how all of these changes were coming at me really fucking fast and I didn't know what to do with them, right? I was struggling emotionally, mentally, physically, and I had to unlearn a lot of thoughts and a lot of behavior in order to start making the necessary changes to live my life in a more sustainable and happier way. And what I really quickly noticed is that, one, I had to take the time to brainstorm. I feel like this is the thing that I tell people the most all the time, but it's because I think it is probably the easiest thing to forget, especially in today's grind and hustle culture. I think we are so encouraged and so accustomed to moving immediately into solutions and ideation and just like jumping in full steam ahead, both feet to the ground, just like running with whatever your first thought is. I think we just try to jump immediately into like project planning and task management and we don't take the time to sit down and really think very often. So that's that's the first point, right? That I'm sure I will harp on over and over and over again no matter where <laughs> on the internet you're finding me. 
But the second point is that in order to change, both my thoughts and my behaviors needed to change. And I noticed that those two worked in tandem together in a system, right? They were a constant feedback loop for each other that when I paid attention to my thoughts and redirected my language and my focus, I was able to change my behaviors. And when I made adjustments to my environment and to my resources and to the things available to me, I was able to change my behavior. And that in turn changed some of the ways in which I thought about myself and about the things that I was doing. And so I started experimenting and I started building myself templates. I started to have tools and resources and frameworks that I was developing more accessible to me the more I learned and the more I tried and the more I recorded my actions the easier these concepts came to me and the more likely I was to succeed on the first or second iteration instead of learning the same lesson over and over and over and over and over again because it was never changing my behavior or my environment. And I started noticing that when I could take intentional action, when I got to a point that my actions were both intentional and repeatable, I would be able to maintain the ultimate result that I was looking for. But that creating that system took a lot of time and a lot of intimate knowledge of myself. And as I started talking to people about it and I started reaching out and talking to my friends and like going through this process with them, I realized that even if you inherently know the necessary information about yourself, when you don't take the time to like really sit down and think through your environment and the ways in which you're doing things and how repeatable those actions are and how supportive those actions are, then it's really difficult to have the intimate knowledge of those actions necessary to change them and to be more intentional with them. I mentioned earlier that I believe that you are the expert in your own life and that's a really important principle for me whenever I do this work for someone else. One example that I really love to share is when I was helping one of my friends redo their closet. I was there as a friend to just help work through the emotional process of letting go of items of clothing and, you know, adjusting the space. We ended up with a really unique solution because my friend had a unique situation. They have pots and because of this they can't bend down without passing out. Not always but especially on bad days and so they were sharing that a lot of times in the morning it would be difficult to get ready for work because they had to bend down to pick up their shoes and then they would have to sit for a minute to get their equilibrium back before they could even get out the door. And so what we ended up doing was moving all of their shoes and the shoe racks up to the top shelf of their closet because she's really tall and so she's able to like reach those easily. 
and it eliminated that problem of having to bend over first thing in the morning, right? All of the things that were on that shelf were things that weren't accessed very often. And so it was okay to put all of those on the floor and like switch the situation around a little bit for a solution that would have a dramatic positive impact on her day-to-day routine. And as we were talking about this and like coming up with this solution to this problem, we were talking about the fact that oftentimes when people come in to organize things, people, you know, come in and start looking at the ways in which you've done things in your life, people have a lot of questions. We have certain associations with how things are supposed to be and where you're supposed to put your shoes. My friend has had a lot of experiences where she's had people come in and they like do things in a way that makes sense for them, but it doesn't necessarily make sense for her. And we were laughing about it because I was like, yeah, I keep all of my stim toys in my sock drawer and this doesn't really make any sense at all. I don't have a particular reason for why they're in my sock drawer, right? It wouldn't necessarily, like, matter to me to have them moved, except for the fact that, like, if I moved them, I would not remember where they are (laughs) because I am, at this point, so used to all of my stim toys being in my sock drawer. And obviously, you know, I try to help people be more intentional about the places that they put things and the ways in which they do things. That is one part of it, sure. But also, the point is that if it works, it's fine. There's no need to change it just because it's something difficult, right? If you can say, hey, all of my STEM toys are in my sock drawer. If you'd like one, feel free to grab one. Then that's fine, right? And I genuinely believe that The same can be true in your own lives and in your own businesses because everybody does things in a way that is unique to them and their situation and their accommodations. And as long as you have enough intentionality behind it to be able to explain it to anyone else on your team or anyone else that needs access to those different things or to be able to, you know, utilize those systems, complete different routines or different tasks then that's okay, right? You don't have to be doing things in the exact same cookie cutter way that everyone else is. And I often argue that a lot of the cookie cutter templates and systems and offers that are out there when it comes to business and organization and how you do things are often more harmful than they are helpful. Because what I've seen is a lot of people simply trying to like shove their really overflowing messy sock drawer into a tiny little box that wasn't built for their specific use case. And if you don't have the intentionality behind your actions and behind your systems, then it would indeed be difficult to know what's going to be helpful to you versus what's going to be a hindrance or what's going to be not the right fit for you. This is one of the reasons why all of the templates and more DIY services that I offer myself are based in my own self-reflection process. And I try to offer as many different 
accommodations as possible to help you ask the questions that will allow you to utilize these things in a way that is actually useful for you so that it's not just one more template that you download and look at and go I don't really know how to use this or I don't really understand how this is like going to be super helpful for me and so you don't use it that's fine for a free template right like sometimes you just need to like not start from a blank page but I genuinely believe that like that's what the brainstorming process is for <laughs> so that you can sit down and ask yourself questions and not have to start from a blank page because you already have some idea of what your needs are and what accommodations you can make for yourself and yeah so if you would like to learn a little bit more about some of my self-reflection processes if you would like to join a community and play with your systems and play with a practice of self-compassionate reflection, you are more than welcome to join us every Wednesday morning at Systems Recess. It is one of my favorite things that we do and I would love to see you there. The link to sign up for that will be below in the show notes. And of course, if you would like direct one-on-one -on -one support, with your adaptive systems and building accommodations for yourself we would love to work with you feel free to check out the website below and i am so excited to bring you behind the scenes to show you all of the incredible stories and lives that people are able to live because of their systems and their accommodations and their self-compassion building a business is not easy <laughs> but nobody said that you had to do everything the hard way either so i hope that this podcast gives you inspiration and ideas and helps you come a little bit closer to living the life of ease that i know you that you deserve thank you for being here allowing us to take time out of your day for listening to the stories that we have to share until the next episode may you find ease and joy in the life that you're living rain or shine